Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, a podcast that can go all the rounds, every single round that Larry, that Larry King tells us to. Then we dive like we are falling into all the cash money we've been making from this fight. You've found me, the biggest tiger, placed just so on my seat and thinking about Moses like flying around on the man flying f- apparatus he's given, pulling Homer out of the ring. <laughs> <coughs> I'm here reminiscing about such wonderful sports moments in Bowman's best kept cupboard. A room so small, both doorknobs need to be on the outside of the room, making it very hard to handle. <laughs> Turning the drunken mumblings <laughs> of us madmen into coherent velvet wisdom is one of the best producers beer can buy, Mr. Merchandise. And in front of me, as always, <laughs> although not in front of me, so thanks for that, fuckwits, like a plucked goose laying a... Laying on a waterbed, loving his new haircut, is Dr. Hauser, MD. New haircut. Well, Good. if you're a plucked goose, you'd have a new haircut. That's where I'm going with that. And you're often looking quite casual, like your hands on your head right now, leaning back. <laughs> it's a golden haircut I've got. And, ladies and gentlemen, please clap your earlobes together for arguably the best salt and pepper beard <laughs> to ever speak into the podcast <laughs> microphone. It's Matty Boom. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Woo! And, of course, um, there is a small live audience in here clapping dutifully, so thank you for that. Wetty, wet, wet. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, to our employers, our views are our own, so our managers at the chair factory, splinter me fingers, (laughs) can calm down. Now, let's have a beer to celebrate all those hideous puns that I delivered. Thanks, Doctor. I'll take that one. You want to keep going? I'll give this down to Boomsy because Thanks, mate. that's the kind of guy I am. It's an interesting bottle opener you got yeah, there. Can you describe that for us, Boomsy? Yeah. First, I describe first it. First words on the, um, oh, on mate, the pod. It would, be, it would be rude for me to take over so early, so I'll just uh, <laughs> I'll leave it to the boss, to the big T. Obviously, Balmain's uh, <laughs> premier bottle opener. Uh, we are having white rabbits tonight, a white ale. It's fermentation with imagination. And it is the most expensive six-pack I've ever bought. P-Doctor, any guesses why I really put the big dollar down on... Um, the White Rabbit? On the White Rabbit. Uh, could it be a part... Could it have something to do with the 64 to 6 um, white toweling that the Rabbit's got this and weekend? so it begins. Did they lose this week? Well, rabbits? Yeah, that's why it's white. Oh, they're thrown in the white like towel. a white flag. <laughs> <laughs> and Just like Colin, Colin McGregor at the... Um, uh, Colin McGregor? Today. Nah. Connor. Connor. Sounds like an Irish name. Colin. Uh, yeah, so they got beat. Smashed. Yeah, right. And that was by Melbourne. Yeah. And it happened this week. It would have been better. Oh, hey, Booms. It would be better. Yeah, yeah, notice I just left my Tigers out of there because we're above you on the ladder. Oh. So I just uh, <laughs> put the rabbit about here and well then from there. Uh, what's been happening this weekend, Big Dog? Uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, nothing but a family get-together. Uh, yeah, I watched the fight today. watched the... No, well, I was going to say UFC fight, but it's not. It's really it was a boxing fight with uh, Conor McGregor, not Colin. Conor McGregor and <laughs> Colin um, was knocked out in the first round. Conor <laughs> went ten. Uh, and Floyd Mayweather, which was, uh, was we'll actually, get to it later. We'll get to it later. Yeah, the yeah. Whole segment of yourself. It was a spectacle. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, where was that? Where did you, uh, we'll get to that later? Actually, what what, yeah. what about your weekend? I went up to the Central Coast this weekend. And oh, why? Just to see some family. Mm-hmm. Went to the in-laws. Yep. Hung out with the niece and nephew. That's Quiet weekend, but it was a good weekend. Were they? How were they this week? They're in great form. They are often obsessed with you and your incredible dog. Yep. 
And oh. that stayed the same? Continued, yeah. Yep. And there's a whole lot of um, excavation equipment there, so... That was fun. Oh. The kids love it. They're getting nieces and nephews into that. And right. you don't mean like Tonka Truck, you mean like... Like... Komoto or whatever that brand is, Komato. Yeah, proper proper like diggers and bulldozers and stuff for them to <laughs> sit in. Yeah, so they're loving it. They weren't running, but that's a weekday sort of operation. Matter. You're getting in one. Yeah. And but when you go to when you walk past a fire and a fire station, there's often like a truck open and kids True. lose their Love shit. It. Love it. Yep. I uh, had an excellent weekend as well. The most beautiful tiger and I bought a car. Whoa! Ah. So that's exciting. How many wheels? Uh, well, I haven't seen it yet. I'm presuming. <laughs> I'm presuming four. Fuck, I just saw. I'm not sure. She wouldn't have checked actually. She was really excited about a sunroof. Yeah, right. Which is above the wheels. As new as you as her and I could get, yeah. So probably somewhere between 2015 and yeah. now. But that's I, I hate new cars. So you didn't pay, you're not losing from depreciation then. Yeah, and that's yeah. the problem because of a year ten lesson that I did back in the days, <laughs> where we had to calculate the depression of cars. I can't physically buy a new one. There's something in me that's just fires up about it. But the other great thing is I had a beer with um, old co-host Sophie C Bomber. Ooh. Which is a new nickname. Oh, is it? Through, yeah. Due to popular demand. <laughs> and um, her and I started talking about hamburger pies. Now, this hamburger, isn't that hamburger new. Pies. This isn't that new. Uh, the most beautiful tiger who just messaged me, that's her tweet tone, she was telling me that she had a pie recently where you would eat the pie and inside was like a meat patty and cheese and pickles and shit like that. And she said it was pretty good. And a bun? There's no bun. Ooh. Now, Ooh. this is what um, Sophie Seabomber and I were talking about. You put bun, lettuce, tomato, actual fucking meat pie into Inside. a bun thing, and we reckon that's pretty good because Excellent. the difficulty with a pie you often have is that when you're eating it, like you're constantly logistically working out where the gravy's going to go. You put it into that thing, it, the bread soaks that shit up. Right. So not only do you don't have to worry about where it's going to go, you're, you're double downing on it. And then she pointed out you have a sweet pie as well. <laughs> you're getting like a, you're getting ice cream and and chocolate sauce and apple pie into this motherfucker. Yeah, into a brioche bun. <laughs> what a fucking great idea! It's a great idea. And then we were like, what, "Well, what do you do next? What? Is, well, like, what's the name?" Yeah, <clears throat> we said pie burger. Mm. Mm. But then she was like, "You do pie the symbol, and you just <laughs> oh. do like burgers on top of the fucking oh, pie symbol." Well played. Yeah. How are we not millionaires? Seriously. Talking about maths. Sophie and I are trying to work out that there must be a fucking problem with this and I'd love the listeners to tell us because surely everybody's had this idea and we're late to it and there's some legal issue with it. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I did today while I was watching Penrith lose. Um, let's move on. The West Tigers have continued their walk along the NRL tightrope. And this week we almost fell off. Let's start <laughs> on Thursday, though, with the Broncos and the Paramata Seals up at Bris Vegas. Please, gentlemen uh, or booms, jump in if you watched anything or heard anything at any stage. Sure, thanks. Uh, the Broncos got beat 34-52, and this was an entertaining game because there was more than a point a minute. Mm, that is. It's a couple uh, of games this weekend. Uh, we're fucking yeah, whitewashers. Yeah. Any other ones? Any other ones get higher than that? No, nah, there wasn't as many points <laughs> from both, both teams, but there was like even even the Friday night game as well, wasn't that high score? Yeah, game yeah, as well? yeah. Uh, everyone watching would have enjoyed it except for a Bronx fan, particularly Melbourne Storm. The Storm would have been watching this, giggling their fucking titties off because <laughs> not only do you lose by fifty-two, but you let thirty-four come in. Yeah, I mean they both look fucking terrible. Uh, 
I just loved also, and I was embarrassed, I, I tweeted this, I was embarrassed, D- Darius Boyd at one stage follows the ball out, juggles it and it goes out, and then Parramatta turned up and fucking pushed him hard in the back and he just kind of crumbles like a little bitch. And he didn't care, he got up and was like, oh, oh, I should have really held on to that. I was so embarrassed by how much I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching it on Foxtel and rewound it and watched it twice <laughs> and was just, like, trying to catch all the saliva. And, it's, I mean, it's embarrassing because he's a normal human being. I don't want people being pushed in the back, but... That's when you need their mascot, that the Bronco, to be storming up the sideline. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just yeah. like, knocking out. <laughs> Sammy had an incredible game. Mm. Uh, and... And when I say incredible, I mean, that guy is unreal, and he had an incredible game even for him. He had eight line breaks. Uh, and I've written, I must have four line breakers, six or four tries, 242 metres and four tries. He was in fucking beast mode. He was. Broncos <clears throat> had 11 errors and only slightly more than Ray Hadley's nine errors. <laughs> yes, Ray Hadley, I fucking counted your fucking errors Say in this about, game. I was wondering how long it would take before Ray Hadley got that, that, that first uh, mention. Yeah. This guy... <laughs> Well, he's 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 the first mention because he's always on a goddamn Thursday night Thursday night game. He yeah, fucking kills great. me. Anyway, the commentator, the main caller, <laughs> had double the amount of errors than the Paramatta Seals, who played fucking eighty minutes. And he's a fucking absolute dick hat. <laughs> anyway, if they meet in the finals, finals the Bron- the Broncos and the Eels, they will dramatically that'll dramatically change the finals because I can't see um, Parramatta losing against them. I uh, got Mary Kay. She messaged me uh, through her amazing Ladies Who League, which is a great podcast you should get around. Last night, plenty of people were death riding the Broncos and calling the Eels contenders again. Let's all take a deep breath. It's just one game. Extremely pleased with the Eels attacking, but our defence still needs work. Credit to Nathan Brown, who continues to go from strength to strength. I don't know if she's accidentally trolling me with the Nathan Brown comment because he was like a Tigers junior and we had him for ages and then we got rid of Brown Sauce to South, mm. who also then got rid of him for some yeah. reason. But they're good on the trade market. He's fucking, <laughs> yeah, that's he's great. Yeah, he's, he's his best. It's the best season he's played. He's had, he just run into form. and he obviously needed BA or whatever's happening there. Yeah, and then um, the Schnitzel, big big chicken Schnitzel, finally messaged us, adding to his um, massive book. Broncos were embarrassing. Coaches say they need a loss for their team to win before the finals, but I honestly thought they had theirs two weeks ago. Boyd was terrible. Fuck, he was terrible, by the mm. way. This is not what he wrote. He, in cover defense, just would run and then, like, arm tackle the ball, mm. which would obviously not work. He just looked he looked out of sorts, and I think it was because he got pushed in the back like a little bitch. <laughs> defense was weak. Attacked look okay at times, but it is worrying that they were forcing the pass to try and score every set rather than just play their game. Everything changes come finals. Well, yeah, that's what you're hoping. And then one of my favourite tweets of the entire week from Serge Nate at Incognito. Suck a dick, Broncos, you cunts. Regards, all NRL fans. Oh, great. <laughs> Friday, the clap and Yui at Mel Meninga smell my, stinger, smell my Finger Stadium. And the clap won 46 to 28. So this was one of the other fucking yeah, yeah. massive blowouts. But this game pretty much went to script. Uh, Raiders dominated... Knew he struggled bravely, but obviously got pumped like most of the year. Um, if you'd not watched the game this year, you may have thought that Newey were kind of in it. But us cellar dwellers, as uh, Hugo beautifully coined the other day, were we look at what is really happening, and we knew that Newey was never in this. Austin scored the ugliest try in the 70th minute. I don't know if you've seen the highlights of this game. Yeah. 
He kicks it, it dribbles, it touches someone's leg, it touches another idiot's leg, it kind of touches his leg again. He runs past the ball <laughs> and kind of gives up, like, this is a good game. What's happening in the crowd? Oh, the ball's in front of me, picks it up and then kind of falls over the line. It is the ugliest try I've ever seen, but good on him. They were already winning by then, so whatever. I said last week that the Raiders were out of the finals, and it turns yeah. out that the mathematicians mm. have found that they still have a chance, so I apologise to all my uh, old mates out there, and I wish them all the best. My friend, the biggest knight, as he's now calling himself, at the Mitch Geo. The knights lacked motivation in this game as their intensity was not there early. Canberra had it all to play for and never looked in doubt. The knights hung in there and played some really good footy. This game had an under-20s feel to it with lots of errors and penalties. Uh, all In all, my recommendation is do not watch this game again unless you're, a, unless you're the Storm and you want pointers on how to defend Leipana's edge. Now, we said that, but do you really think that they're going to... Canberra's even going to make the finals to trouble the Storm? I was just thinking that then. Does the, with the Dragons winning now, does that change that? Does that mean that they're <laughs> Gornskis now? Or is that... It's also, the Dragons are two points ahead of the Raiders now. Okay. So... And they play, and the Raiders play the Storm. Yeah, so I wouldn't have thought the Raiders can make it. And no. I wouldn't have thought that the Storm need any kind of pointers to defend anyone. No. no. Uh, and also, the loosest cannon in my entire world, Mr. Babes, who's a Raiders fan, Raiders, uh, Raiders looked sharp, particularly Whiten, who's starting to look like an actual fullback. His pass for one of Rapana's tries was as good as you'll see. Probably a little better... Uh, it's probably a little too late, though. Plus, it was against Newcastle. And I love how that's kind of an accidental insult these days. And then the late game on Friday, the world's greatest NRL team versus the Cows at Seatown. It was our last game at Seatown for the year, and we went down 14-22. I said it last week that the Cows bought all the dummies and Brooks would exploit it. Turns out Brooks's absence... Um, <laughs> was devastating, but the next New South Wales Blues half, Aaron Woods, <laughs> was the one selling them. I don't know if you saw this try. The guy takes it to yeah, the line, throws an excellent yeah. dummy. Everyone bought it. So great to see that legend get over the white stripe, especially at a home game. Aloyer was in beast mode as usual, and I hope he's healthy for next week. In fact, most of the game, the forwards are really good, which isn't something I've been able to say all week. Sorry, all season. We continue to look like a normal quality team, only for about 65 minutes. Unfortunately, we turned back into that Newey's dog, Titans, Tigers, for the last 20. We had little direction from the halves most of the game, and again, the kicking game was shit. We built zero pressure, made plenty of errors, and the slide defense was fucking terrible. For the cows, special mention to that excellent try that Granville kicked for... Um, Morgan, yeah, that was, that was special. That was a good try. And really, Morgan's still playing excellent. He's played really, real, really well since JT's been injured. Yeah, I mean, well, I say that he, he was selected for Queensland last year, even with JT in the team. But yeah, but now he, I mean, he forced a, a repeat set late in the game, and he, he's like the way he structures the play. It's straight out of Thurston's book. Yeah. Lucky they've sat together and had a schooner up there in Queensland and yeah. on, on Quad X, which is one of my, my, one of my American groups <laughs> called it. What's his Quad X, Matt? Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and they've just sat together and he's just really, he's gone to the next level. He's really good. I was impressed by him. And did you see JT at all in the um, in the coaching box during yeah. this game? Yeah. Because he was firing up. Anytime they'd score, he was up out of his seat. The kid is so um, competitive. I love it. Oh, yeah. And he's in there. He's in the sheds as well. Like, they're showing yeah. him he's in there handing towels out. Yeah. Good bloke status. Yes, 100%. <laughs> uh, 
Talk about improvement, though. This is from at NBWT, which is nothing but West Tigers underscore. And, and this guy, if you are a Tigers fan and you're on Twitter, this guy, you need to be around because he's unreal. Anyway, the most encouraging thing about the last seven games has been that six of them were against top eight teams. West Tigers have pushed all of them. After 70 minutes, be the Cowboys, we trailed by two. Versus the Roosters, we trailed by two. Versus the Sea Eagles, we trailed by two. Versus the Eels, we were level. Versus the Panthers, we trailed by two. And versus the Sea Eagles, we trailed by four. So he is pointing out there that we are... Anyone who's saying, hey, last year you were a ninth, how on earth could you say that you've improved when you're coming second last? That's that's why. But my realist friends, they're a lot more sobering, uh, Paddy Seals, 17, sick of watching this team fall asleep after an hour. It's a joke. Learn to play for 80 minutes for fuck's sake. Bring on <laughs> next season without these bottle jobs. And one at Tiger underscore, disappointed. We undid all the good work we'd been building on over the past few weeks and fell back to old habits when things went against us. That last 10 minutes was a regression. Oh, well, only one more game to get in this extremely long 2017 and then get into this extremely long 2018 preseason. We'll be good to play a game that matters soon. And he's done one of those embarrassed emojis. But... Chris Gale, excellent human being and co-host of Fire Up on FBR Radio, also messaged and he said, I enjoyed that match and the pristine atmosphere. I'm very zen about the Tigers at the moment. It's like time off work. I pack my lunch pail and I'm ready for 2018. Saturday, the Shitans and the Doggies were in the Fold Coast. <laughs> Shitans went down 14-26. These two teams were fighting for my hate. <laughs> Whoever was going to lose was going to cop the brunt of my bottom out, please, tirades. So I'm now off the doggies, by the way, being the bottom out teams, because they won. So now the Shitans can go fuck themselves. When you are losing stats like line breaks, missed tackles, completed sets, and tries to the Bulldogs, you are a fucking floundering team. <laughs> and let's put this into context. This is after they just sacked their coach, which they said was a problem, and they still came out and lost to one of the worst attacking teams this year. Yeah. Oof. There was a great, there was a great moment. I watched it today, where um, what's the halfback Ashley Ashley Taylor? Taylor, yeah, yeah, he's he's that five meters out from the line. If you saw this, and Morris standing on the line on the Bulldogs, like about mm. to, and he, and he calls for the ball, yeah, and, and he gave it, he gave it right. Yeah. But the devastation in Ash Taylor's face <laughs> was like me when I read the score in South. <laughs> the exact same face you could put my head on his. That's just absolute <laughs> devastation. But it was a bit like. It's classic old school yeah. play. Like, ash, ash, ash. Yeah, yeah. 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 It is. You know my nickname. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you used to do that when yeah. you play with guys during the week and you get, yeah, I got them on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. but it was anyway, average. I read this um, summary on NRL.com and it's perfect. They, the Shitans, made basic errors. Their attack was clumpy, clunky. They were exposed defensively on the edges. They suffered a number of serious injuries and Jared Hayne was largely ineffective. <laughs> Saturday's loss summed up everything that has gone wrong with the Titans in 2017. Five days since sacking the coach, Neil Henry, Henry, there was the expectations that the Titans would show the type of spirit that had endeared them to so many footy fans the past 18 months. But after a sloppy opening, they conceded 20 points in the space of 22 minutes to lose touch with the dogs. Also, let's also remember that they made the eight last year. Mm -hmm. And in the last few games that they had with Jared Hayne, 
they looked shitter yeah. and have never looked great since. And the squad wasn't that different that made the eight last year. Like, I mean, a pizza's probably playing better this year for the Titans, but outside of that, I mean, there was McQueen was there yep. and like all their forwards, they were all there. Yep. And it's just, I don't know what's going on with Disappeared. him. Disappeared. And even even um, the guy who used to play for the Knights and is now playing for the Titans, um, that guy. He is oh, excellent uh, there. Yeah, he's he, he used a, to be a halfback, and sometimes we play Tyron Roberts. That's it. He 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 was death. He looked like he was done. His career was done when he left New England. Yeah. He's really reinvented himself. And he was playing some great football, and it's It's really upsetting that they can't get it done. Who took over as coach for Gold Coast? Uh, some do nothing, do it all. Uh, oh, was it was it Henry last year, and then you mean Titans this year? Who took who's over? Oh, he's taken over. Yeah. Uh, they, haven't, they, they haven't mentioned it yet. Yeah. Well, he's only got to get through two games, isn't it? Yeah. One yeah. And that's game. the thing. That was the thing that upset me about the whole thing. Just yeah. wait until yeah. the priest and then dump the bloke. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to the part that most people are waiting for, oh, no, who know Matty Boom. Yeah. We're moving to, we're still on Saturday, the middle game. Storms and the Bunnies <laughs> at the Muddy Yarra. 6,492 to six. That's huh? what it says here. Oh, mate, you got to be That's what I felt. Like, <laughs> that was the crowd numbers. I saw, <laughs> uh, anyway, I saw, Boomsy, that you said that you didn't get to watch the game, so no, here's the scorecard. Uh, in the first minute. Oh, come on. Suwasi so Vulavanu scores. Cameron Smith converts in the third. Fourth minute, Cameron Smith, Cameron Munster scores. You're half your podcast. Cameron, <laughs> Cameron Smith converts in the fifth minute. 27th minute, Vunavalo again scores. 28th, Cameron Smith. 32nd minute. The Fox, Josh had a car scores. Smith converts. Cameron Smith, the old Dodger, gets one in the 37th, converts his own thing. Vunivalu gets a penalty try, by the way. Yeah, controversial, the 38th. That. controversial that one. Smith converts. Just after half time, by the way, you may have noticed that these are all Storm players so far. <laughs> Billy Slater scores in the 44th, converted by Cameron Smith. The Fox gets a double. Cameron Smith converts in the 50th minute. Tim Glasby, yeah. who. The guy who somehow got a Guernsey for Queensland, even South let that guy score, 56 minutes. Smith converts, then is taken off because he's done so much work in 60 minutes <laughs> from converting tries. tries. He probably hasn't made a tackle, just exhausted from converting tries. South then work out that the game's being played and they finally put one on. Tyrell Funamano? Fumiano. Yeah, I'm sure you know because he scored your only <laughs> try. He scored try. <laughs> Good try, Fumiano. <laughs> Bryson Goodman put, converted it. Good on him. But then Melbourne get back to it. Tahu Harris, 69th minute. Wasn't converted because Cam Smith's off by then. The Fox, just Josh had a car, gets his hat trick, and Cameron Master converts that one. That was the only glory. Oof. That was the only glory we got that last five minutes when <laughs> apparently, like this is from me watching the review because I couldn't put myself through that. I, I had to mm. wait till a good moment this morning. I didn't reply to any tweets, didn't say anything, <laughs> just let it go. And then I thought, oh, what can I, what can I do to watch it? And someone told me that Angus Crichton chased, chased he down was excellent, yeah. Addo Carr yeah. in the 75th minute. No, no, no. Bunivalu takes something and runs. Oh, yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he, and Crichton puts him down with 20 minutes, with 20 metres yeah. to go and he puts a Kick on to put who the why is the fox even chasing? That's and the other winger, yeah, thing. winger kicking for winger. Yeah, on the other unbelievable. Side. It's just one of those awful. This yeah, what do you yeah. do? <laughs> for all those of you playing at home, that's eleven tries to one, and the fox and Vunivalu both had hat tricks. Oh, Smith himself. There's beat- no coincidence. Let me interrupt you. There's no coincidence <laughs> that the big T invites me, one of the biggest <laughs> South fans, to round twenty five. To get into the non-smallest cupboard, completely excellent. Um, and because uh, <laughs> we have an awful record against Melbourne, but it's all right, I'll take it. 
Smith himself beat South by 16 points and only played <laughs> fucking 60 minutes. Bunavalo <laughs> got his second penalty try of the year. And so this is the second one that's been kicked forward, and then there's him. Did you get to watch it at yeah. all, Peter? So uh, I'll explain it. They they kick for him. He's running. He gets ahead of his runner, which I think was Robert Jennings. Yeah. They're running shoulder to shoulder, and then Jennings starts to grab his left arm, and then Vunavalu starts to try to gather the ball with one arm, can't do it, goes down. And they very bravely go, he, he collects it and scores. Braith, go fuck yourself, you should never play for the West Tigers and Asta. In the commentary team's... At half times, like, how can you call that a penalty try? He may have raked it. He may have dropped it. Someone may have sneezed in the crowd, and that would have affected the butterfly effect. Go fuck yourself. He collects that ball. Vinavali scores every other time. He's the top <laughs> or second top try scorer. That guy nails it. He's been hanging out with Ray Hadley too much. Oh, oh, fuck, tell me about it. <laughs> Should I tell you now that I went to school with him or wait till later? Uh, really? Yeah. Break the master. Hmm. Was he a nice guy then? Yeah. He's a great football. Yeah. Anything, but okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. So he's back on South, so I don't love him that much. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he. Kicked drop goal in 2011 and go fuck himself for uh, 2010. Should we talk about that? Yeah, no, okay. that's not. Uh, well, that's the last time we're in the finals. So <laughs> uh, anyway, <clears throat> what a fucking great game to watch. And really, everyone this side of Bonnie Road loved it because most teams, when you get close to 50, turn off. But Melbourne were all over it for the entire 80, which is great. Tyre Blue, Don Brodak, anyway, at TYHR Blue, tweeted, Twitter. We won't see a worse start than one that the Broncos had versus Parramatta. South, hold my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. And then tie blue again. 60 to 6 Raiders beat West Tigers last year. 64 to 6 Storm beat South. One guy was in both teams. Who was it? Roberto Farrar. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Farrar. Poor bastard. That might be for too much longer. Yeah, yeah. Quick side note, this game demonstrated once again that Andrew Voss is the best commentator in the world and he should be congratulated. Uh, and before we move on, Boomsy, anything else you want to add? Uh, about Sal's or about Andrew Voss? Uh, either. <laughs> I mean, you might want to focus on Voss. Oh, because... no, I think, to be honest, like, if, if everyone was questioning Melbourne's premiership credentials. Like, South, I mean, we haven't had a good season and the last three weeks we've played okay. Yep. But to flog us and continue to flog us like that just yep. shows how good they really are. And, yep. I mean... it. But the thing is that, and I was talking to my uh, father-in-law, who's a massive Tiger supporter mm-hmm. today, and he was saying... And legend. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying... Hold on, before we move off your father-in-law, your father-in-law at your wedding... He brought up the story you talked about last week. Not only, yeah. And so he gets up, <coughs> doesn't say, it's so great to have Boomsy in the family, he doesn't say that appears in it. Oh, eventually. <laughs> he <laughs> he got to he just, is this mic on? Great, because in 1909, yeah. it fucking launched yeah. straight away and half you know your family. Like, and you were all of your family as <laughs> South supporters. And oh, yeah. That was fucking great. And it was I just recorded you. the entire thing. It's just, just you in the corner clapping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring that up again later, actually. I love it. Um, anyway, yeah, sorry, he, anyway he, said, he said to me, he goes, I mean, Storm play against, you know, some teams they struggle against. Actually, they don't do too well against the Tigers, in all honesty. Oh, right. Tigers and Warriors, that's and that's true, because actually. the way that we've Unpredictable. Play, yeah, and South play, I mean, Maguire's out of that same, he's out of, he used to uh, coach at Melbourne. With Bellamy, yeah. So he plays the same sort of structure, and it yeah. works for if you've got the right players, mm. but we just don't, and they do, and that was yeah. what all there is to it. But on Vossi, like we were talking about before, I think he's, uh, his enthusiasm, I mean, I only watched the highlights, honestly, yeah. but his enthusiasm in those last couple of minutes, yeah. when they made the game's clearly <laughs> over, yeah. and Vinovalo scored, and they scored a great try, but... That's what makes him a better commentator. Yeah, he like, Hadley you, sounds like a, he, you're right. He sounds like an old whinging man. Oh, he drives. Me, uh, don't get me back on Hadley, but Vossi, I agree, and he is a fan. He, yeah. uh, I read his book recently. He, uh, his entire life, he's been like, 
man, I love rugby league. Mm. I would love to just talk about it as a job. Yeah. And so because of that, he's worked really hard to get good at it. And now you can just hear him um, loving it. It's kind of like Brody Croft last week. He was playing for the Storm who at the end of the game, they're like, what did you think? And we all expected him to say, um, you know, full credit to the boys. Everybody played hard. And he was just like, oh, my God, I'm playing with, like, some of the greatest players of all time. This is insane. <laughs> yeah. And Vossi just sounds like that. He's just like, I'm yes. commentating some of the greatest players of all time. You guys yeah. watching this? Yeah. And good on him. Yeah. Anyway, Fish and Chips uh, versus the Rooting Stars in Middle Earth, which is now what I'm calling the Shire. Uh, <laughs> and the Fish and Chips went down 14 to 16. Don't let this scoreline fool you. This game wasn't great. This looks it is going to be our finals, and we've had so many excellent games during the years that looked like finals games. This wasn't one of them. Roosters' line breaks were incredible. Mm. They, they amounted to no points. Sharks gifted so many penalties to the Roosters and, and all these got so many Rooster errors and they amounted to no points. Booms, your mate Luke Keary was simbined yeah. with 10 minutes to go and the Sharks were down by six. They scored off the next set to tie up the game and then like nothing happening. Oh, it was just anyway. That simbing was a was a big call, but the right call. Did you yeah, get to see definitely. it? No, I did. I yeah, I did see it. And I think the rest made two really hard calls. Mm. They made that one, and then they made and the penalty, penalty that yeah. led to the win. Yeah. But both of them were right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of that, especially. You know what? I mean, Storm amazing. We talked about Storm a second ago, but they slow the defense down on the line yeah. and give penalties away. Yeah. There should be like in rugby, they give one warning and say, if you guys keep yeah. doing that, someone's going bit, someone's getting binned. Mm. Like if you continue to penalize on the line, hoping that the other team will drop it, you're yeah. killing the momentum of the game. So we anyway, don't advertise good. that rugby union is at all better than rugby league, but uh, Not, <laughs> no, in that case, only, only on the refereeing side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that I, was I think the right, right call. I agree. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Both of them were, it was, yeah, but a bit of a, I, I, you're right. The score was the score was good, and they probably will play in the finals. Both of them will question teams in the finals. Yeah, I just think this is another one that Melbourne would have looked at and gone, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> idiots. But like you, I was super g that they that they made big calls and big moments, uh, and to unpenalise because of the possibility of social media stitch ups or coast or mm. coach roastings, you know, is terrible. So I'm, I'm glad that they're doing it. Mm. Uh, this, the most overused expression in the NRL, number 138, the Sharks can smell blood. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gaznia threw it around like he had just made it up walking up to the stand as a best man at a wedding and that the joke then killed. And now he was dining out on it for the rest of the goddamn reception. Get fucked, Gaznia. Your NRL <laughs> career was good, but your commentary career is as bad as you were good at playing. <laughs> Cooper Cronk is coming to take your spot, and we will all be so much smarter for it. Breaking news. Son, oh, he for reals is. is That's he? not breaking news. Cooper Cronk. Cooper Cronk. He's already signed with the NRL, with Fox Sports. He's, oh, with Fox he's Sports. Already right. He's already started. He's on his way. I thought you were talking about he's going to the Sharks. He now does Sundays. Nah. He now does. <laughs> he's coming to the Tigers. <laughs> uh, he now does Sunday afternoon rap with him and Ennis and Yvonne Sampson, yeah. who are three of the best brands in, in NRL. Sunday. I hate seeing Ennis being so good. I know. I mean, I hated him on the field, but you I can't know, deny the so kid can commentate. He knows, knows the game. Fuck <laughs> Dog. Lou Zealand were versus anyone but Manly in Irony Stadium. And I'm going to explain that joke just in case Mike's listening because he fucking hates it when I explain that joke. <laughs> it's because the place is called Mount Smart, Mike. <laughs> Manly. Manly made beating Lou Zealand look hard. In fact, this game made me slightly worried about 
our next game against them. The Warriors turned up and wanted really to play and to get on with it. But the crazy thing is DCE can drop kick off both fucking feet. Mm. And so when he was demonstrating his ambidextrous drop kicking <laughs> skills, the Manly ended up winning. So the game was all locked up twenty two at twenty all. Twenty one all, I think. Twenty one all, sorry, he was, yeah, uh, he, they were point. down by one, he kicks one off his right foot, they go yeah. into extra time and then kicks one off his fucking left foot. Yeah. Anyway. And he's so shit the Queensland won't select him. So we uh New South Wales is fucked. Anyway, K Bay. The Cogra Bay. Uh, the Cogra Bay Eagle, of course, has messaged in. Season still on life support, but just <laughs> glad we snuck home. You little beauty. DCE, you legend. Cry happy face, cry happy face. And then the last game of the round, Penny Panthers versus um, the Dragons at the Frozen Oak. Penny's went down 14 to 16, which is great because they tipped the Dragons. Uh, Sophie, Wan- uh, Sophie Seabomber and I were having chats and jets during this game, but it just looked like it was an excellent game. The Dragons should have played like this the entire year because they've got – I kept saying ages ago that they – when they're firing, they're the best team. They've got an excellent forward pack. They've got Vaughan and Ob- and Sims pushing through. Get, um, Widdop, when he's pushing them deep, is so fucking good. He's got Dufty, who's turned out of nowhere, who's fucking excellent. He's still got the oldest New Zealander in the world on the wing who somehow still <laughs> turns up and scores. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just don't understand that team. Anyway, so when they're on fire, they're excellent, and they showed it tonight with the finally putting the Penrith down, who I think had won six eight in a row. row. Eight in a row. And Penrith still look great. They're going to go into the finals. They'll probably still beat a team in the finals. But I'm really glad the Dragons are there because they've had an excellent year and they deserve to be there and they showed it yeah, tonight. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. How good was that strip, that one-on-one strip for the Sims? Oh, that was amazing. Fun. That was uh, that completely changed the game because Penrith was all on top of them. Yeah. Uh, and it was great. That anyway. was violating to lose the ball like that. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> and it almost now looks like we've got the best we're tending to Zelezniak. Because That's that right. one was the best one, but now we got embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> news. <clears throat> what do you think about? And we've never done a news segment, but so many people got fired this week. Oh, what yeah. do you think about? What do you think about the Henry firing from um, the Titans? Oh, I wish it was a uh, uh, double deal. Um, Hayne and Henry mm. should have gone together. Mm. Then the Titans would have, would have been, been so bankrupt that no one would have ever bought them. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. That was the big thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. they're morally bankrupt now. Mm. <laughs> and business, they could business hide, loves morals right. Right. They, could, they could hide Hain playing underneath that um, disguise And they've got to They do have to sell them, so, Like they have to they have to sell the club Someone yep. has to buy it Before the end of the year Isn't yep. it like, oh, before, By the end of the year Do they have yeah, a deadline So they have a deadline By Shit. like after, Just after the grand final What happens if they don't I don't know You're in you trouble know. If the Knights are a better prospect To buy than the Titans Seriously mm. <laughs> And I heard today the, the chat was the team that Who's interested in buying Is some investor And then the North Sydney Bears Was the next yeah. Because yeah. they've been Hearing about that Yeah And then What do they do Do they change their brand name To Gold Coast Bears yeah. Or do they And that's you've got why they would buy them If they buy them That's what they're trying to do I think yeah. the Gold Coast In all sorts of sports Have been the most Used up um, churned yeah. in, churned out. They've had so many rugby league teams, so many um, soccer teams. teams. Yeah. They've only had one AFL team, which is still going. Yeah, um, and it's really successful. Said nobody ever. Yeah, no one. They're like that. a schoolies weekend, mate. Yeah. You just go yeah, and you use right. it, abuse it. But they do get. They do. They don't seem to be struggling though. But, the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, mm. but yeah, it's a strange, strange place. Yeah. Who do you think will replace him? Henry. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I got some mail. <laughs> I got some controversial mail. Who would want to? Yeah. Well, uh, Gus Gould keeps saying that there are only 16 spots and there are a lot more than 16 people who want to coach NRL. Yeah, true. So, yeah. Uh, so anyway, well, lots of people put their hand up. Who can be successful is a different question. Well, there's, there are some people that would be thought about. I mean, 2v's one yep. that we'd be chatted about. I mean, I heard something about... Kevin Walters. Kevin Walters, yeah. And then, he and took then, his head out of the ring, yeah. didn't he? Did he? I, I heard know. that I he know. put it in then took it out straight away. Mm. <laughs> Story of life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I heard somebody doing it as a lead role. Oh, yeah, that's who I heard. Uh, Adrian Lamb doing it as a lead role and Mal Meninga being behind the scenes for it. Yeah, because, I have heard that as well, that Mal would take over yeah. football operations. Yeah. yeah, and just oversee it because obviously... The Australian team, man, they run themselves, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. And uh, he could just oversee it. But I don't know. It could be anyone. It could be anyone from the current NRL lineup. <laughs> Who knows? And uh, did you also hear about Daly getting fired? Daly? Oh, Laurie Daly. Yeah. Oh, he got yeah. fired from New South Wales. Yeah. He got the done. boards looks like they're just about to drop everybody involved in, in, or at least ask everybody who's involved in New South Wales Rugby League to re, uh, of to re apply for their jobs and then reevaluate. So Jared Haynes fired both his coaches this year. He has. Everybody he's yeah. played for. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. good. Yeah, it's a mug's game. And <laughs> what do you think about that? Oh, oh. I think it was the time. Yeah. Uh, he, well, it's one in five, right? He's had five years there. He's won once. I think mm. And probably the stuff that came out afterwards at the end of game three about the boys going, um, you know, going out and yeah. then coming out probably didn't help him, but... I think everyone was so pumped after game one. I mean, we yeah. were there. We were there for yeah, game two right. and we were just like, we'll get him in the next one. And then it just didn't happen. So it's just devastating. So I don't know. And then they're talking about who's the replacement for him. Well, that's my next question. Who are they replacing with? The newspaper love Gould taking over as an overall thing, similar like to the Meninga vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But then they have Freddie as the main coach and Johns as the assistant coach. Mm. They also said this is what New South Wales allegedly rugby league want and that they would throw all three of them so much cash that they couldn't possibly say no. I think Freddie will take the job, but I don't think John's would. He would no, take I mean, it. He's always it. there behind the scenes, but he mm. wouldn't take the head role. He yeah. wouldn't take the responsibility of the loss. And well, is maybe where you're going with that. Yeah. I can't say it because I'm in love with Andrew Johns, but <laughs> Yeah, I think you're I think you're right. But Freddie Fittler's done all the hard yards with City Country. Yeah, he has. And Lebanon. I mean, the bloke's out in Lebanon yeah, and I'm yeah. coaching Lebanon for the World Cup. He's learning, learning the uh, national anthem this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's forcing all the players to as well. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Anyway, so obviously he'll do that for the New South Wales. They'll, they'll get beat by 60 given <laughs> the look uh, <laughs> they have in their team. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I love sport. Thank you, Justin Timberlake. We do. Doctor, what's doing in the Apple? I've continued to love sport this week, uh, particularly the AFL. Uh, starting starting off with one of the greatest games, almost I think it's a similar scoreline to South uh, Melbourne. <laughs> oh, oh, 81 points. Who won in that game? The Sydney Swans. Who beat won South Carlton. Melbourne? Who won in South oh, Melbourne? I think it was. I think they're still going into the third quarter. Oh, right, but South didn't turn up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they kicked off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Swans absolutely dominated again this week. So we'll start there, and are looking red hot for the finals. It's turning out. There's a game still going, but there was top four prospects, but we've fallen back to sixth, which is a bit of a. It's not so bad because it's looking like the finals are being the. Places are being sorted as we speak, but it's sort of um, looking like we're playing the Bombers next week. 
So Bombers. But is it finals next week? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, they're, oh, a, week, they're oh, a week. Wow. Week in front. Yeah, yeah right. Mm. So the round has finished. There's a West Coast are playing Adelaide at the moment, so they're going to settle the um, top eight. So if West Coast win by enough, they're going to kick Melbourne out of the top eight, Oof. which will be. I'm really hoping Melbourne stay up there. Yeah, because they're the Battler team, right? Because they've yeah. struggled and struggled and struggled, so it'll be good for them to stay in the top eight. Um, so I'm not sure. I think they had to win by 40 or something. Um, which is doable. Which is doable, and at the moment it is they're winning by 26. Live. Ooh, live. So <laughs> yeah. it's in. When you're listening to this, the game's over and you're in another score, but Hugo. It's over in it. WA, so uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's going to be an interesting one. So... Um, but getting back to the Swans game, Buddy Franklin oh, kicked 10 goals. 10 goals. Nearly yeah. scored as many goals as the like um, Melbourne Storm. <laughs> <laughs> they did, actually. They missed one conversion. He did kick as many. <laughs> 10 goals won. Um, <sighs> 10 goals won. Last appearance for Bulls? When that guy... <laughs> When that guy's kicking goals and just picking balls up off the ground, a bit like um, Blake Austin, just every, mm. he's yes. just Randomly bending, bending uh, over when no one else is yeah. mm. and just kicking some sterling goals. But there was one, you've got to see this, he drops the ball on the line um, to try and kick the ball into the goal, but it drops behind his foot and he manages to backheel it through the goals. Well, And it's obviously a goal because he's kicked it through. Yeah. It doesn't matter what part of the foot. Mm. So he even managed to pull out um, like stuff like that, which wow. is ridiculous. He's not. Mm. He's not. But they just hit another gear in the fourth quarter. Um, Carlton kicked five points, which is five behinds, and wow. the, Swans <laughs> kicked, the Swans kicked eight goals too, which is... A massive <laughs> annihilation. That makes me laugh, not just because five is such a stupid number to be able to score, but the... They missed five times. They were quicking it yeah. five <laughs> times and missed. So, so what would be... So that's already sorted. Is it all sorted then, the, the semifinals for AFL? No, there's this... The Melbourne's, West Coast are either going to spoil the Melbourne's, Melbourne's uh, dream. That's the only one that's left. That's the only one that's going okay. to... Right. And if they beat Adelaide, um, that's going to potentially... Adelaide Crows, aren't they? Adelaide yeah, Crows. Adelaide yeah, that's but they still potentially. I know oh, they're not going to. They're still going to win the minor premiership okay. pros, even if they do lose. But then tonight. the Swans beat them last week, right? That's right. So the Swans have ah. played some absolutely all these teams. They've played Richmond recently and won. They've played Geelong recently and won. They've played Port Adelaide recently and won. Mm, so yeah. all of the top eights, the Swans are in, have played fairly recently and oh, cool. done really well against. And was kind of like the Tigers, but just didn't beat them. Correct. Yeah, right. <laughs> they were they were two points behind, and then one in the seventieth minute. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what um, that's like. Yeah, so uh, the finals is going to be an interesting prospect because yeah, some of those top four teams haven't looked that strong. Yeah, Geelong, right. Geelong, and Richmond, I would say, are fair, like limping in. Uh, probably the strongest teams in that. Oh, they're strongest. Yeah, so because. Right. But, yes, that's AFL this week. What about, Boom? I know you're a big man about sport, yeah. but you've decided to feature the, the fight today, is that right? Oh, only because, yeah, I guess it was, it was, it was on, on and it was big. It was and Nobody else knows anything about it, so. Well, yeah, I mean, and I don't know a lot about it. I just I know I've followed McGregor over the last couple of weeks with a lot of Irish friends, so if yep. they're Irish, I think he had half of Ireland there in Vegas today. He did, <laughs> he did say, he said, we've taken over Vegas. Like, <laughs> he, I mean, he's, he's a terrific character, yep. like, Oh, if that's you, for sure. If you're arrogant and can back it up, mm. then people will like you. If you're mm. arrogant and don't back it up, then mm. people will hate you. But, <laughs> I mean, today he got schooled in boxing. I think that if he 
you know, if it was a UFC fight, and he was, and I was saying before, but he was doing uh, UFC like moves because he's trained as yeah. a UFC fighter. Um, so all of a sudden he would hit on the back of the head, which is not allowed in boxing. And Mayweather, it, you know, he was, he's, and I don't like the guy for his mm. stuff off the boxing mm, ring, yeah. but he was super intelligent in the ring today. Mm. He had his arms up in the first two rounds. He was waiting and he said afterwards, I'm going to let him just go because he's got he's got a big left on him. I'll let him go hard and then I'll come back. And it's exactly what happened. Yeah. He just ran out of energy. Connor had his arms down, which in boxing is a no-no, and he had his head wide open. A couple of the shots, in, in McGregor's defense, a couple of the shots that he put on him on the nose, a lot of other fighters would have gone down. Like, yeah, right. They, and, they, and the commentators were saying that, you know, there's there's guys that have come in and not done as well as McGregor done. Yeah. But even the, the, <laughs> they have the stats at the start, you know, and they say 49 wins. So this was his 50th win today yeah, in Mayweather. Right. And then on McGregor's side, pro debut. Can you imagine yeah. that in any <laughs> other sport? Like, he's just, <laughs> you know, and yeah. he's just there. And it, it, honestly, that the chant was for him. And it was in Vegas. Yeah. So, you know, like a lot of people were finding and both of them afterwards, I mean, they talk big game. They're both, yeah. you know, they're big characters. That's what it was yeah. all about. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think everyone thought that characterization when they came to the fight would turn into a nothing fight. But it was a real fight. Yeah. And had, you know, had, had he caught, caught him, had he caught Mayweather in the first or second round, maybe something would have happened from yeah. there. But he just wore him down, just broke him. Yeah. And and it was great. It was really good. I mean, they, his, his Mayweather's at the end was like, I had you. And, and then McGregor said, look, let me fall to my feet. One of the funniest parts, though, the part I probably enjoyed the most because I have a lot of Irish friends, is that (laughs) McGregor's swearing on live TV and he's saying the F-bomb. And I know I'm not allowed to say the F-bomb because uh, Newcastle grandma's, isn't Newcastle grandma's? No, Newcastle nanny's fine. She's fine. Okay, cool. Well, he's saying fuck this and fuck that. And I don't think they literally probably in America had a translator down for him. (laughs) You know, like you get on TV and you're like, I can hear what that guy's saying, Mm. but they're putting a translation up anyway. And he's like, I'll fucking give it a go. I'm fucking here. I'm having a great time. Like just, it was really good. I mean, and, and, he, he didn't lose any respect. I mean, he'll go back to UFC. He's got two belts in the UFC now. Yeah. And But it, the, the money is it's just phenomenal. He made more money today than he would in five fights in UFC. Yeah. Imagine that on your debut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. I mean, And that's why they're travelling around to all the countries was such a big deal because they make money per head of um, pay-per-view. So the more sure. people who, who subscribe to pay-per-view, the more, generation, more interest they generated, the more cash money they got, like, Salesman, yeah. which is why that whole circus rolled around. Yeah, and he officially retired after that. I heard he on did. The he Mayweather. said, yeah, "Yeah, they said um, if anybody comes at you, because he was already retired. If anyone comes at you like McGregor did and says, come on, get you back in the ring, will you do it?'" And he goes, "I'm done." And I mean, this space forty years old. He's won fifty fights. He's never been defeated. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Right. But one of the things I really wanted to do, and I did this on the way home, is drive past the pubs in Bondo, that Irish pubs, just to see the guy stumbling <laughs> out of there. Yeah. It was just brilliant. Right? Yeah. Just watching him. Did I saw him. something on Facebook this morning about just Irish the the airport in Ireland yeah. was one of the biggest spaces you can find in Ireland with TVs yeah. and they turned that into like mm. somewhere you could watch the fight and the place was loose yeah. as a fucking drunk goose like they were <laughs> loving life and there was no one like in an airport usually there's security and shit but this place is just like <laughs> have at it like yeah, sure. just fucking and and I was watching that going this is so exciting and I was going for um Floyd but. For Connor, sorry, mm. but but I was also a little bit like, what happens if this motherfucker wins? Oh, like, mate, <laughs> lose their mind. We're all in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. If Ireland yeah. just thinks that they could, it would be like Rocky when Italians from that great uh, 
um, Murphy joke where he'd be like, any Italian walking out of Rocky is just like they could beat the shit out of everyone. <laughs> just like every island Irish person in the world would be like, yeah, motherfucker. Mate, they were right behind him. And, yeah. like, yeah, so he'll go back and he'll fight again now and he'll he'll just continue to talk. I mean, if anyone has some spare time on their hands, go watch his comebacks at UFC fights before. Some of the things he said. Like on YouTube? Yeah, like if you... Oh, he's, he, so he's like his, his best ever, like, comment. Yeah. So he's fighting a guy called Diaz who beat him and choked him out on in a UFC fight. I, I, I watched that, that one. Somehow. And then he came back and got him the next time. But the mind games that he paid afterwards, they said, one of the best ones, my favourite ones of his is, like, they said, can you, as... As you know, get the microphones ready like we would do even here. And he said, Can you count to 10? He goes, Nate can only talk to five. Like, you can only count to five. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, and right. Diaz just like looked at him like and just thought, He just plays the mind game yeah. so well. And he's lost a few. And the guy who's been hit in the head that many times, he is sharp as a oh, tag. Right. That's brilliant. Like, he's, yeah. yeah, he's a good spectacle. And I mean, and yeah. if he'd have won, it, it would have been embarrassing for boxing if he won. And that's the big thing, right? Because mm-hmm. there's no way that Mayweather goes to UFC and fights him. No way. At all. No, nah, no chance. And so even and that in itself's like I'll come and play you at your sport, but you can't even have the balls to come and play me at my sport. For sure. And so the fact that that if he if he'd beaten him, that's probably boxing done. Done yeah, because they're because saying, look at this guy; he's never even boxed. Yeah, oh, he's beats you know, he's with the best in your generation. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the Jeff Horn upset was near the end of boxing when Pacquiao lost. Absolutely. Yeah. So. But also, someone was, and I should have remembered this, but when, someone said to me today that the Pacquiao stats against Mayweather were worse than. Um, McGregor's stats against Mayweather in really? terms of percentage of shots hit, percentage of shots taken, yeah. time, like a whole bunch yeah. of shit like that. Floyd outboxed him against him and Mayweather. Anyway. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I mean, he, yeah, but it was. I mean, it was great spectacle and it was a worthwhile fight. I mean, people were paying a hundred thousand for seats on the sideline, oh, yeah. and there was a few seats there. They're like, oh, these ones are available for seventy grand. Yeah, he's got seventy grand. He's just been yeah. throwing around. But dude, they had the the airport in Las Vegas had to close two of their. Runways as parking for private jets. Seriously. <laughs> so yeah. people have got 70 grand in America. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Anyway. <laughs> Let's do some wow moments. What's been wowing you this week, Bumsy? What do you got? Uh, my one was from the NBA and it was a few weeks ago. Yep. But uh, Paul Pierce, who's uh, his nickname's The Truth, and I love that. Uh, he, was, uh, <laughs> he was drafted by the Celtics and played for the Celtics. For most of his career, he had a big battle with LeBron when they, Miami were against Boston and he won them a, a championship. And then at one stage he got uh, then traded off. But, you know, that happens in NBA quite a bit. Yep. Got traded Especially off. Out of the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, traded off and then sent to a couple other clubs and whatever. And the Celtics have to their credit, re-signed him for one day. So they've re-signed him. <laughs> <laughs> this is my wow. Yes. They just re-signed him for one day so that they could retire his jersey and oh, put it up. Yeah. That's great. So, and the best part was that Danny Ainge, the owner, um, he used to play, he used to play, I used to follow basketball a lot when I was younger, but he, uh, he, he brought him back in and <laughs> Paul Pierce turns up with Brooklyn Nets shorts on to this Boston oh, Celtic, right. to the yeah. Boston Garden. Yeah. And he goes, Danny, these are the guys you sold me to. And he's got like the Brooklyn <laughs> Nets. So, anyway, so they laughed about it. They signed him for one day and they retired his jersey so no one can wear it anymore. Yeah, I thought that was pretty, it's pretty great. I mean, yep. yeah, you know, to, to do that because he won them. You know, Boston are pretty loyal like that. They're good people in Boston. Yeah, so. it appears to be. <laughs> we talk about loyalty. Uh, Pete, Doctor, what do you got? My wow was... There's actually two, as always. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Beautiful. We'll put in, it was quick and simple, Buddy Franklin, 10 goals. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but sure. the Wallabies yeah. managing to lose the Bledders they clap, the Bledders they <laughs> That's not a wow. It is a wow because they were, they were up. Oh, they you were up. losing that game. They were because up. Because they win that game, they still lost it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had, they had it going their way, and then 
they managed to let the All Blacks slide over the top mm, of them yeah. to win 35-29, I think it was in the end. 34? 34. Anyway, but the fact that they could go over to Dunedin and like make a show of it and yeah. dominate... Especially three after tries. such a fucking shit game. Yeah. Were they 17-0 up? Is that what I heard? Yeah, the I think the, the Wallabies scored three, the first three tries. Yeah, right. So they were absolutely on fire. Yeah. And then they were just whittled down. Mm. Yeah, right. But that is a wow for the Australian rugby at the moment. <laughs> yeah. It just explains so much. Yeah. Rugby league rules. <laughs> and uh, my wow moment is about the NFL. And you may have seen there's a bunch of black... Lives Matter protests in which NFL players take a knee during the um, national anthem so that they're saying, like, you know, you're great, but you're not that great. And so Michael Bennett, a leading figure from... Sorry, I took this from Fox Sports. Michael Bennett, a leading figure in the NFL's ongoing national anthem protest, has called for white men to also join the cause. Today, which is about four days now, one of his fellow players was listening. Cleveland Browns tight end Seth Duvall joined a group of African-American players to huddle and take a knee during the anthem before a preseason game against New York Jets. And I also fucking love that America loves their sports so much <laughs> that a preseason game is where, like, so much news is generated from. Sure. DeVal, the, Br- the Browns' number 87, joined the teammates Jamie Collins and a whole bunch of other dudes uh, in protest. He is the first white player to protest the national anthem since the movement was started by Colin Kaepernick, the still unemployed quarterback, I don't know why Fox Sports would put that in, who was born to a white mother and African-American father. Cool, Fox Sports, thanks for also putting that detail in. Kaepernick launched a protest over racial injustices in the US, tensions which have heightened after the fatal clash between the white supremacists and peaceful demonstrators in Charlottesville. Also really nice of you, Fox Sports, to not mention that your president is also a racist motherfucker. Other white players have shown solidarity with black teammates in recent weeks. Chris Long and Derek Carr made their stance known by placing a hand on the shoulder of their teammates while they knelt. Wow, Wow, that just seems so condescending. But finally, Deval, known as a deeply religious man, not sure why that's important, took the next step today, a few days ago, by kneeling in prayer with African-American players. His move was lauded by some players and fans as excellent on social media. And that's my wow moment for this week. Let's move on to the... Oh, any comments about that? Mate. No, no. Great. (laughs) Watching from the sideline, watching like an eagle hawk. Thanks, Revs. We are watching from the sideline, watching like eagle hawks. Mine, I'm going to take us off, is still in North America. Have you guys heard about the Toronto Wolfpack? Yeah, I read, Dave Taylor's yeah. going there? He is going there, and I think <laughs> somebody else. And Fui Fui Moi Moi is already there. Oh, right. They have won enough games now that they're going to make the Super League um, top league next year, so that's very exciting for them. But as the Daily Mail is reporting... So it's in Eng- So they go to England to play? Yeah, they oh, play, right. and, and Toronto. So oh, that wow. everybody's got to fly, just like they have those teams in France. <laughs> okay. Get ready, it's, it's weird. It's the happening. Daily Mail is reporting that there's going to be a club in New York. All right. Ooh. A New York team is set. This is from the Daily Mail. A New York set set. Oh, a New York team is set to join the Rugby Football League in 2020 with the aim of reaching the Super League. Sports Mail understands a consortium was asked to submit a business plan to the RFL Rugby Football League. <laughs> Good one, England. Last month, and the unveiling of the site is set to be 
um, to take place in October ahead of the Rugby League World Cup in Australia, New Zealand and Papua New Guinea. The new club, as yet to be named, and I'd love your ideas about a name at the end of this, is said to be managed by former Bradford and St. Helens coach and West Tigers coach Mick Potter. Wow. The grumpy old man. And has already held discussions with the mayor of New York's office regarding potential stadiums. The news comes after the Toronto Wolfpack were admitted to the British leagues earlier this year. The Canadian side have started in League One, the third tier of the professional rugby league-ness um, in England, and are expected to seal promotion to the Champions League next week. Toronto CEO Eric Perez is believed to be fronting the consortium that is leading the bid in the side of New York. The Wolfpack have negotiated their own TV deal and have crowds um, of over 7,000. Oh. By the way, despite lack of internet knowledge of the sport, that by the way is unreal and is beating most of the NRL a lot coach. of the NRL yeah, ones. <laughs> Former Bradford and Great Britain coach Brian Noble is Toronto's director of rugby, and in the squad, a combination of British, Australasian, and North American players have played their matches in four game blocks in Canada before returning to the UK to fulfil their fixtures there. We currently, um, England, we have no room for additional teams, but we are sure that the success of on Saturday is terrible. Uh, Harry Potter. We currently have no teams for additional, no additional team. We currently have no room for additional teams, but we are sure that the success of the Toronto Wolfpack, the world's first transatlantic professional team, will pique the interests of potential owners and investors around the world, and we receive more inquiries inquiries in the coming months and years, <laughs> said the RFL spokesman in an accent that I've just made up. Right. Boomsy, what have you got for uh, our Eagle Hawk? Oh, Eagle Hawk. Uh, mine's big, actually. It's something that I talked to you about a few uh, weeks ago. I think ago. I mentioned last week on the pod as well, your crazy hairbrained ex- uh, emu oh, farm I think, ideas. Well, I, I think love them. from... Uh, from a perspective of teams that aren't going to make the eight, yeah. <laughs> which is why I'm around. It, it is. It is a bit, and I know that the NRL sometimes does. You know, they do. Oh, okay, we're going to try this out. We're going to try two referees here. We're going to do. You know, when they first brought forty twenties in or whatever, yep. they're going to try all that. But I really think that we should go to um, a proper FA Cup like um, competition. Yep. So. I actually made a spready about it, which I'll put up on your uh, sports best <laughs> Mainly for banter more than anything else because it's a little bit funny because uh, my idea is that um, basically you're going to have every team has obviously every all the NRL teams are in it and then their subsidy teams. So yes. South, uh, North Sydney Bears, you yep. guys have um, West Tigers. Yep. But I was like, for this, maybe they could change it to the Balmain Tigers. to And uh, West. And West, yep. yeah, yeah. And then... And some of them have the same name. So when you see the image, I, I changed Canterbury to like Canterbury Pups and the New Zealand <laughs> Sheep uh, yeah. and stuff like that. But um, basically I thought what you do is, I mean, I feel like with the 26 rounds, everybody's talking about length of play. And I was like, well, I don't want to add another competition mm. that starts on a Wednesday and then you have to play on a Sunday, which is yeah. what they do in soccer. Right. But I was like, scrap some of the rounds, make them FA Cup-like rounds, yep. NRL Cup rounds. But the biggest kicker being is that you have to play at local stadiums. So um, like at Oval, Redfern Oval. Yep. Um, and yeah, yeah, you know, Belmore. Henson and, Park. Yeah. yeah, Henson Park for mm. Newtown Jets. Mm. Now the trick was, and something that I found out in this, is that Brisbane actually have five feeder clubs. So what do you do? Which one do you choose to come mm. in? And I was like, well, maybe they have like, and this happens in the Premier League as well, they have a knockout competition yeah, or whoever finishes first, second. Yeah. yeah. 
for that year gets oh, to yeah. go in, right? And then they come in. Now, some of them on there are a joke, like Cronulla have playing at Northies. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> Which for those playing at home but is it, in it a hotel. Be, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be too much. Like you can do two weeks of those initial rounds where you have NRL teams, it's just a random draw, yeah. play against the subsidy team. And then they can't play against the road teams. So like South can't play against North or yeah. Tigers can't play against Tigers. Um, and then you just play them all the way through. And I was trying to think of the best time to do the final for it because you don't want to mess up the final system right. at the moment. And I thought, well, final round. Like, so you play all, play all your regular competitions and then about a week before you have uh, your semifinals and then your grand final. Now, I have the Balmain Tigers playing South Sydney Rabbitohs. <laughs> Are you guys going to no turn up this time? Or? Well, that's the chat. We, we, I'm going to read out exactly what it Plotline. This is, uh, I've had some family stuff going on. Have you sold this to Ladbrokes yet? Yeah, I was thinking about it. Uh, and I've been awake really early in the morning, so I was laughing myself. Silly. I wrote, South don't show up, so Balmain yes, wins. Yes, yes. However, South Sydney win their 22nd NRL Premiership uh, right. and promise their fans they will do the double next year now that they paid off a long-standing debt, yeah, right. which was the debt that you referred that to. But I did, I mean, some of the things you can come up with outside of the local stadium stuff, like I had double headers for the semifinals at at Withdrawal Stadium Uh, (laughs) and, you know, things like that. And it's just not that hard. I mean, you're going to have eight games a weekend anyway. So why not just stop it and then just make it so that our teams, like, I mean, it's not just us. Look, the Knights have been playing great football, right? Some of the teams down low, the Knights, the Tigers, the South, up last week, of course, uh, have, have been playing decent football. And if they can have one match where they win yeah. and they've got something to fight for yeah. you can have more crowds there you're gonna bring the local people back and there's controversy between okay well what about the guys on the lower grade you know how you get dropped to the lower yep. grade yep. that's a hard problem for the coach to deal with yep. and that's a good problem because the yep. coach can get guys that are coming back from injury younger yep. fellas that you want to give a run but are yep. not ready for an rl and come back in this isn't just a, I've it makes about a lot of a sense dude because then the other great thing about that is you watch them play the guys that you've dropped who want to earn their spot back or yeah. the new kids that are coming up you're putting them against Real teams that they're actually going to verse. For sure. Or, or people like them. And that's an excellent yeah. additional. And the other thing is the NRL at the moment is trying to change their pathways program. They're dumping under 20s. Right. This whole um, player, RFL, what's that thing? RLPA. RLPA. I can't get the RFL. <laughs> England out of my head. RLPA negotiations about what happens to 20s because it's getting scrapped. So this is part of it. Well, yeah. And one of my favourite parts of doing this was that the Sydney Roosters, my <laughs> least favourite team, yeah. played the Blacktown Workers Sea Eagles right? <laughs> when they lost to them in downtown Blacktown. <laughs> in downtown Blacktown and then Luke Kerry had to catch the train all the way back, <laughs> which just makes me so happy inside. Yeah. But, I mean, I think, yeah, I think that there's a ways to manoeuvre it. You don't have to yeah. change too much. These guys are really going to get a chance to play against NRL level. Yeah. I mean, and you, you're going to have teams that are like guys like the Storm that'll go, oh, well, they'll probably win anyway, but they'll blood guys and you yep. get to see them. Yep. And I mean, in the first round, it doesn't have to be on TV. I, I, and it's just a, from a perspective of I'm sick of like last week when I um, you sent the quote out about me sitting on the couch and just not enjoying the game mm. because there's nothing to play for. Yep. Like, I, I mean, Tigers are showing, still showing heart and when they when they beat Manly, I was like, this is not their grand final, you know? Yeah. But wouldn't that be nice if they could actually go somewhere with it? Yeah, 100%. You know? And well, do the, something And the soccer FA Cup in... Um Australia at the moment, they get so much news. Yeah, doesn't it? Because they play on Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday nights, and yeah. 
there's not much going on in the sport world. For sure. So all those upsets are huge. Yep. Yeah, the, and they're um, great. Football mate. world, yeah. They're great. Like last year, Arsenal, because I'm a big Arsenal fan as well, they played at this stadium last year, mate, where it was dead set. Like Burst Grove would have more facilities. Like yeah. Yeah. Right. they were in there and these guys are running $100 million contracts and they're playing in the sheds. Yeah. I love that, you yeah. know. And the clubs love it. Even if they get flogged 8-0, they had Arsenal yeah. come to their yeah, that's right. You know, I think it's great. And the other thing is about this, Boom, is that most people talk about this. You fucking put an actual table and oh, like shit all together. Right. Yeah, because I'm a loser. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that, that was my favourite bit. That's the kind of crap that I would do when I can't sleep as well. I love yeah. it. Here's a crazy idea. How would it work? Yeah. Well, let me put it together and see if it works. Yeah. It does work. Great. What would the next thing be? Yeah. Where to be this? Okay, what would the... That's <laughs> yeah. excellent, man. Anyway, so that's my ego. Love it. And that's why you're better than Miguel Sanchez at this time. Oh, <laughs> Peter, no, okay. I got one week. That's <laughs> all. Arsenal fan goes to the Swans, puts in more work. Love it. How is... <laughs> The, how is the snow? You fuck me. Uh, <laughs> Probably suck a joke. He'll be listening to this as well. She's five weeks, uh, miles so much. My interest moment comes from very recent times. Josh Dugan being left off the team oh, yeah. for not showing up to the bus to come to Is Penrith. that what it was? Yeah. I didn't realise. So they obviously came up to Sydney last night all the way from St George. Um <laughs> To and the fact that he didn't show up for the bus, the um, players, what do they call them, the leadership group, oh, yeah. decided that he should be scrapped from the team this week. I love that. That sounds like Mean Girls, right? <coughs> yeah. Like in the back of the bus. Yeah. He didn't turn up. Let's not, let's not let him on. No, can we do it? Yes, let's not let him on. I do think reckon, we should do that. Do you, do you reckon they asked, not where is he, but like where is he drinking breezes? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's he with? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the fact that... Oh, speaking of that, I'm so sorry. Have you seen Blake Ferguson this round? He's had a haircut. Oh. He actually looks like a human testicle. Oh, <laughs> when I saw, When I was watching that game, I was saying that they sh- they needed to have a parental advisory sticker at the bottom because it looked like genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what douche. Anyway, yeah. so that's what it was. It didn't turn up. Yeah. So and it's not the first time this season, but he got away with it beforehand. But right. The dragons are on the the edge of the top eight, so yep, they, sure. they won their best. And then they won their the game park. as well. That's great. And every time he's been injured, the dragons are all ruining. Where's Josh Dugan? Yeah. He's got injuries. Blah blah blah. But they've made the big call to say no, he's out. And I think that came good for him today. Beauty, let's do this, which I have a soundbite for. Ketchup. 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 (laughs) I'm in way over my head. Yeah, that's right. Making decisions is tipping. Uncle Tim is not here this week, so we don't know how we're going. Although I think all of our tips are the same except for the Dragons game. No, I tip the Knights as well. Oh, great. Oh, so you are down. I lost two. That's fine. Uh, so I think that actually means that Shitty Miguel is up. Yeah. Um, let's tip That's this. how he gets his seat back, mate, he's <laughs> dominating. Uh, let's tip for this week. He has sent me his tips. Has uh, he? And when I say he, I mean Pepper Canty sent them on his behalf because... I don't know. She had nothing to do during the South game ever. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Uh, So, oh, shit, I didn't actually write down the games, did I? Nope. You ready? Yes, I am ready. I know the first game's got Brisbane in it. Cowboys, Brisbane. Who do you like, Boone? Who do I like? Yeah. Uh, Broncos Broncos will bounce back. Broncos. Yeah, and uh, everybody has the Broncos because so does Mike. Eels, Rabbits on Friday night. (laughs) I'll back us. I'll back us. Really? I might be on, on, on here once. You I'll sound back like us. us backing the Tigers. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think, oh, you know what? You can back Yeah, no, back. I'll back us. I'll back us. I'm you actually else. can't not, by the way. If you tried not to, we would have just edited it and put your voice saying that. <laughs> Who do you like? 
With teeth? Or I'm no? going the eels. <laughs> I'm also going the eels because that's who's actually going to win. Screw you guys. Um, Roosters, Titans. Who do you like, Bob? <laughs> who do I like? Well, who I do don't you... like Roosters ever, but they'll, yeah. be, they'll beat them. Yeah, no, fair enough. They're yeah. also going to win. Uh, I hate to say that. The Seagulls, Panthers is Ooh. next. That's a big game. I'm going for the Panthers. Where is it? It's at um, Brookvale. I, I love that that matters to you. <clears throat> yeah, it would. The Cogra Bay will be flying out for that one. <laughs> no, nah, I'm going to take Manly. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Two foot Cherry Heavens. Mm. Manly and Panthers. No, I'll take I'll take the Panthers as well. Then it comes to the Storm versus Raiders. Storm. 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 And also, um, sorry, Miguel also said Panthers. He also said Storm. There you go. Uh, it's your favourite McDonald Jones Stadium. Who the greasy spoon? <laughs> the greasy spoon. <laughs> Fifty chicken nuggets. <laughs> the Knights versus Sharks. He's put Knights. Has he? Have you taken the Knights again? Oh, I've I've got a got some, a sweet spot for the Knights. I know. When is it? When? It's right, right. between your butt Two p.m. on Sunday. <laughs> Two p.m. on Sunday. Yeah. Is that old? You know the old boys' day. Is that it, it is. Yeah, and they, they, it is old boys' day. And they do win a bit. On that. Yeah, they See, do. Miguel, like that. Mate, Miguel knows. <laughs> well, no, fuck all. <laughs> Who would know who? Um, um, he just doesn't know how to spell the other team's <laughs> name. Really nice. um, home, home, home side, home side. Yeah, I. Uh, sorry, it was Knights versus Sharks. I was about to ask that. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Knights because Wade Graham got injured as well, and they just they'll just ease their way in, and then yeah, no, okay, I'll take Knights as well. Put Vince you, put into it. Vince you. Then we've got Dragons versus Bulldogs. <laughs> dragons. Ah, uh, Dragons. Yeah, Miguel's also taking Dragons. Tigers. Warriors. New Zealand. New Zealand. There's no way. At Leichhardt Oval. At Leichhardt Oval. See, I, how I work this out is the Warriors. It's a Warriors, game on a Sunday. on a Sunday night, I know, which is great because I do the Father's Day shit in the day and then oh, yeah. fuck off to the thing at 6.30. But, the, um, but New Zealand and, and Tigers turn up and don't play the last 20 minutes, but but the Tigers want to win because of Leichhardt. So that's yeah. what gets them over. That's what I've justified Well, this. I just have bad memories of last game last, last year. Last game. It was against like Canberra, and Canberra were trying to get into the, like, yeah. dominate. The yeah, thing. but that's not good memory. Yeah, my brother-in-law says that. He says if there's a pressure game at the end, yeah. then Tigers get fogged. But they, there's no pressure. They'll win that. Tigers will win. Yeah. We uh, win that game, by the way. We jump to 14 because I'm assuming the Shotans lose. Can I just quickly throw in some other imp- very important tips for next weekend? Mm. That's the AFL. Mm. Um, we should Going that. rogue. Yeah. AFL finals. We've got the Crows versus um, Giants. Crows. That's one versus four. Oof. Then we have... If you like them, quick, throw it in. Crows. Huh? Okay, Crows. Giants. Then we have five <laughs> versus eight. <laughs> Port Power and versus Melbourne. And you're AFL correspondent. <laughs> Port Power versus Melbourne. Going for Melbourne. No, Melbourne's going to die out. Then they're not even going to yeah, possibly they're make, they're make it tonight. It. No, they made it. That's, That's official. Yeah. Oh, okay. for... West Coast won no, by... Port... Port... Macquarie, what 29. <laughs> Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. <laughs> yeah. Port Macquarie. <laughs> then we got six versus seven, which is You didn't us. say who you like out of Port Macquarie and... Yeah, Melbourne. Oh, sorry. You know what? Um, we're playing the Bombers. Oh, that's us. Swans. Yeah, and then right. finally, the Cats versus Richmond, which is probably going to be the game of the... Yeah. Richmond the Tigers? Richmond Tigers. Yeah, I want them to finally get up. Yeah, they're battlers. I'll go for the Tigers. Yeah, I'll go for the Tigers too. And it says here that Michael didn't because... Probably. He's an idiot. <laughs> uh, he went for a draw for all four. <laughs> I wish for a turkey sandwich on rye bread with lettuce and mustard. And and I don't want any zombie turkeys. I don't want to turn into a turkey myself. And I don't want any other weird surprises. You got it? Man, these new sandwiches are long. <laughs> so it's obviously up to the sandwich bit bit 
We miss Jimmy Apollo's lock. I'll have to go back to that. Sandwich bet bit. What are we doing? I don't know. I don't How are we going? I don't know. Yeah. Didn't I have one with Miguel? Yeah, on the you, couch. He owes me a fucking sandwich. What a douchebag. Yeah, you lost the game. You won the sandwich. <laughs> Woo! I think um, we should sandwich bet after AFL because oh. you're so against the Crows. I'm going to go to the Crows versus Ooh. your... What's your... Who was for? GWS. Bet. GWS. Bet. Oh, we'll take that. Do you have to yeah. shake? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to shake. Okay. Fine. Well, I've got one for you. Yeah. Uh, Brooks, <laughs> if he's... Um, if he plays, Luke sets Brooks. up more. Yeah, Luke Brooks. If he plays next week, sets up more tries than Reynolds. Reynolds is injured. Oh, they're both injured. <laughs> well, think of another one. Take, take the bet. We, we, we just want to eat a sandwich. Tigers score more tries than the Rabbits next week. You're playing New Zealand. We're playing Parramatta. Yeah, go on. Why not? Yeah, that's Final what I'm round. talking about. Final round. We're that's my on. boy. Uh, can I? I'll also get on the Adelaide one. By the way, no. Both sides. Gotta be quick, mate. Sandwiches. <laughs> I hereby declare Miami to be Smooth Jimmy's luck of the week. So, uh, how'd our locks go? How'd yours go? Mine absolutely dominated again. Swans. Oh, you had the Swans. Is it week by week or is it a. How are you? Yeah. It is week by week, yep. Mm. Uh, I saw that Twitter. I think I tweeted. Lock of the year starting to oh, take, yes. take ground. So, Waz, who got fucking drilled last week, has. <laughs> the Patriots. Has, has taken the Patriots to not lose a game. They're 18. Gonna, that's 18 games in the season, they no, 16. 16. They play 17, but one's a buy. So, right. he was going 16 and 0. Yep. They do have a good squad. But to not lose the game. game is anyway, uh, Miguel Sanchez and I both took him on that bet because that was just drunken stupidity. Stupidity. <laughs> Somebody else took a crazy one as well that I now can't remember. Anyway, so uh, I have that the West Tigers will beat New Zealand next week. That's my lock. Mine's the Swans are going to beat Essendon. Ooh. I'm going to do Premier League because we haven't mentioned it. Yep. And Arsenal play Liverpool tonight. More than there'll be more <laughs> than three goals. More than three goals. Yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal, total. Arsenal. Yeah, like total. Arsenal and Liverpool are known for just attacking, big score games, great games. Hopefully, Arsenal get home, but probably not to be honest. <laughs> against Liverpool, yeah. Given our percentages and what you were talking about, yeah. Liverpool, Liverpool, and Liverpool have a great record against the top squads. Last year they won six games or something against the top teams, yeah. so they'll probably do us. But there'll be there'll be a few goals for sure. Um, Miguel's also sent through a lock. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to read this out because Papacanti is kind of stitching him up. And his lock is Arsenal to beat Liverpool. Ooh. He seems to think he can still put these bets through regardless of the fact that he's not even there. <laughs> and you're right, he really shouldn't be able to. But just like um, his new stand-in. Right. I and, hope he's right, mate. I absolutely and, hope he's right. And much better co-host, he's uh, also taking Liverpool. <laughs> oh, no, you've straight. taken Liverpool. You didn't take him. No, Liverpool. my lock was more three goals. goals. Three goals yeah. at least. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Arsenal no, won't win. No, mate. If you followed Arsenal for long enough, and he has. <laughs> and all your supporters turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, bruh! Yeah, bruh. So south. That is... <laughs> well, that is Scott Prince winning the uh, Daly... No, the Clive Churchill after the Tiger, oh, Tiger 25 Tiger grand final. Yeah. Uh, so mine this week is Ivan Cleary, making this year worth watching. And also my Marge and Parge for listening every week and always messaging me with some kind of encouraging words afterwards... Um, so thanks for that, you two legends. What have you got? I want to thank Fat Mike for giving us a week off. <laughs> uh, and also my father-in-law who lent me all his welding gear so I could build some things for my man cave. And you did weld with them? I did very weld. 
Right. We put everything together. Great. A joke my, thing is, my thing is the same, father-in-law, but for other reasons. And then also, South Sydney-wise, Angus Crichton, Cam Murray, giving me hope because they've just been <laughs> so good in a rubbish team yeah. yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, uh, it's sadly, and as sad as um, Boomsy was to come into this podcast after that fucking horrible loss it's time for us to end but if you missed us already get involved with us through socials you can find the doctor on twitter at at p doctor or you can find boomsy at boomsy eight (laughs) (laughs) and and you can find me at the biggest tiger you can find the pod on facey and give us a share and a review uh you can also and you can find us through at sports bffs you can also find the pod on Insta and Twitter through at SportsBFFs, and we encourage questions, comments, and, of course, banter. Please don't forget to subscribe and review um, to us on iTunes as the Apple robots love that shit. And with that, <gasps> I didn't change this for you, so you're just going to have to be with Will. Please tune in, next, uh, tune in next week as we find out the doctor who took a shot at goal and missed, but still got a point, Bormsy <laughs> telling us... How great South will be one day, and but really how shit they are. <laughs> and from me explaining in nauseating detail how the West Tigers can still win the NRL Premiership again. Talk to you then, sports best friends. 